Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Welcome to Winona Forever, <laughs> the podcast that we're doing. And um, I don't know what Just I'm doing. Okay, yes. <laughs> Today we're talking about Black Swan, the movie that uh, came out in 2010. We're finally out of 2000, the, whatever the odds. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice. It's so nice. And we have a special guest with us, uh, Mr. Adam Holman, all the way from Hi. Calgary. He's on the line. Hi there. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, so I am supposed to tell you about Black Swan, but I mean, can you, can you tell us who Adam is? Oh, Adam. <laughs> yes. Adam. Uh, can I just and- say, I just want to say that I'm really excited because I've listened to every single episode <gasps> of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Adam's our and super so fan. So it's kind of surreal right now talking to you guys. So <laughs> this is Aww, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about Adam. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do anymore. So listen, Adam. Adam and I have known each other since university ah. in film studies. We were yep. young scholars. At Carlton um, U. At Carlton U. We coined the phrase "film studies poor, depressed, and lazy." Okay. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, actually, Adam and I became friends. And around the time we became friends, we discovered that we both were big Winona Ryder fans. Ooh, and Adam had this uh, book, the book that I have now that I think I showed you. Uh, it's the Us book of Winona Ryder things. That's from Adam. It's oh. Yeah, I think it was like in the 90s. So Us Weekly um, put out this, I guess it was maybe monthly back then. I don't even know. But they put out this hardcover book about Winona. And it was just full of like collected articles for magazines or whatever. And I bought it, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have it now. Yeah, so I'm a longtime Wynona fan, too. Sweet. And Adam and I used to be roommates, but did Adam, have we ever watched? Like, did we watch many? Yes, we did, probably. Winona yeah, Ryder I, I feel like we did. I feel like we didn't watch a lot of these ones from the 2000s, <laughs> the last decade. No. The, the no. last decade um, yeah. that you guys had to suffer through, but... Um, I think, did we, did we watch Black Swan together or something? Or maybe you, I should wait till you introduce it before we talk about that. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So yes, I think we did, but maybe at home. So Adam and I, yeah, like, so we used to be roommates. So maybe we watched Black Swan at home, but I watched in theater as well. Um, this film stars... Ms. Natalie Portman. I don't know why I introduced her like that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so it's Natalie Portman. Uh, and she, so, like, I guess the tagline here on IMDb, because I don't have too many hypes to really, you know, spit this out, is uh, it's about a committed dancer uh, who struggles to maintain her sanity after winning the lead role in a production of Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake. Yeah, that's accurate. That's yeah, what it's, about. it's pretty much the, the whole thing. thing. The thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it does the you know the thing with the 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 old out with the old and with the new, and the old is Winona Ryder in this case. Totally, 
Um, yeah. That's, uh, uh. <laughs> so you guys have seen this movie before, right? Yeah. Yes. Have you? So you you have. So you said we watched it. Yeah, I feel like I, you tried to go to the premiere in Toronto so that you could see Winona. Is that right? Am I remembering that oh, right? Oh, that's one hundred percent true. And I <laughs> okay, went to, so at TIFF. No, I went, but uh, I didn't see Winona. I missed her, but I did right. s- stand face to face with Natalie Portman at the Black Swan <laughs> premiere. Uh, and all I said to her mm-hmm. was Portman. <laughs> Portman. <laughs> because of Zach Elfinakis, uh, you know, between two ferns, he called her Portman. Uh, I don't know. It was just in my head, and I was just like, Portman. <laughs> oh, my God. What and did she was, say? Yeah. Nothing. She, 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 there were so many people, like, you know, <laughs> had much better things to say. I was just some idiot yelling, saying Portman. Like, you know. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that was that. So but you no, went I, to the premiere. So I went to the premiere. That was my premiere. And when Nona was there, I was on the red carpet. She was there, but I think I, she didn't like greet the fans or like she walked through. But I right. missed her. Mm. Um. So that was that. Um, I really wanted to get a glimpse of her, but no. So were you just there to watch the people enter? Like you didn't yeah. go to the movie? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. right. Uh, it's like a red carpet or something, wasn't it at the Elgin Theater in Toronto? I no, that was at the Roy Thompson RTH. The Roy oh, Thompson, okay. yeah. Um, cool. But I only saw the movie uh, later in December, and I know okay. this because I found a tweet of mine which I don't agree with anymore. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I I think I changed my opinion on the movie too. Yeah. On rewatch, what was your original tweet? Uh, I just I almost a, couldn't I say the word tweet. I don't know why. Wow, we're in the Twitter era now of Winona. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting that yeah, you tweeted about this. So I, all I wrote was, Black Swan was perfect. <laughs> that's it? That's <laughs> it. I mean, well, that makes sense to the Two end of the up. movie, because at the end of the movie, she says it was perfect or whatever. Yeah. So you were yeah. just off seeing the movie, so yeah. you kind of quoted it in your assessment. I, I guess I guess I so did. it was quippy to I say think I saw it, I actually think I saw it with Anne the first uh, time in theater. We've had Anne on twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Previous guest. Previous, Previous guest. guest. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Hello. <laughs> She's not listening. <laughs> I have no memory of when I saw this. Like, I know that I saw it and maybe it was, I don't know if it was in theaters or if it was like right after it came out for, you know, video, whatever. <laughs> One or the other. One or the other. It was around the time that mm. it came out that I saw it. But that's the only time I've seen it. I never rewatched it until this prepping for this podcast so yesterday <laughs> right yeah yeah same with me i've no, I, I saw it in the theater and i don't remember where or when yeah but that was the first time or that was the only time until yesterday as well actually now i think i did see it in the theater because i remember talking to a friend who also saw it in the theater and she said she had to leave and throw up during the like w- while watching it oh, okay. and so oh i think i had seen it when she was telling me that and so Obviously, it was while it was in theaters. So there we go. <laughs> That's my memory coming back. Yeah, there was a lot of like cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah, it made. Yeah, I, scenes in yeah. there. Ew. Lots of yeah. ew. <laughs> totally. Lots of ew. It's so funny. I didn't think of this as a horror movie. I like until rewatching it, and maybe yeah. I did think of it on first watch. But in between, I forgot. I guess. Like, do you guys think of it as a horror movie? 
Kind of, yeah. I felt like yeah. there's so well, much with creepy. Vincent Cassell in it, kind of, you know, because yeah. <laughs> he was it in was, all those it French It was the horrors. sound effects too. Like there were so many gross things that just had this, these this gross sound effects that just made me cringe a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like the the nails and the oh the nails. All the body uh, horror is yeah the body yes. horror. Ew. But like I I really like a lot of body horror films, but I feel like they're usually so like over the top that they're not like this kind of gross, like this kind yeah. of upsetting. Like I found this really upsetting and, and hard to watch, like especially all the fingernail Agreed. and the yes. peeling of skin. Yeah. I don't know. The feather. I think also because the, yeah, the feather coming out of her, that's that'll stick yeah. with you. That'll stick with you. <laughs> I think a lot of body horror films also have like either like mechanical stuff happening or like stuff that's not as real as this, like this was a ballerina with mm-hmm. body horror mixed in, and that just made it even like more off-putting. I think the like also the eating disorder stuff on top of the body mm-hmm. horror was just like yeah. too much. <laughs> it was. It was. I feel like I'm making you feel sick talking about it. Your face. Going to have a right sip now. of water. Yeah, exactly. Rek is like. Mm. <laughs> I was just thinking about <laughs> the cake much. scene. Like you know. Yeah, uh, I never thought about that as gross. People. I was reading up on like this before yeah. coming and, and people were talking about how that was an yeah. upsetting. What was upsetting about the cake scene? Well, because the mother was like about to throw out the whole cake. Cause she was right. just like, fine, she you don't her. want it. She right. going to go. There. And she just like immediately was like, and it was so manipulative and fucked right. up. And yes. Anyway, that was just, that was just, it so was like, kind of an ugly cake, but yeah, it was definitely, definitely <laughs> manipulative. Totally. I wanted to see the cake being cut and I wanted to, you know, I, yes. I don't know. I have a, you know, I just wanted to eat the cake. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want her to be like forced to eat it and then just lick the icing or and whatever. And then I just didn't hand. want to see the cut cake fall into the garbage can either. Like there was like that fear. <laughs> I love that. That was the horrifying thing. Yes. Oh my God. The whole cake. <laughs> it was a big cake. You know okay, the scariest part for me, or the grossest part for me, is when the mom was cutting when um, cutting Natalie Portman's fingernails oh, with yes, a pair so of scissors. Fast. I could Why not was she watch doing it. So fast. Okay, could not is watch it. Is it just that. me, or like d- people don't cut fingernails with scissors, right? Yeah, that's, that, a, that's that a weird was, thing. That was just for the horror of it. The okay. shock okay. value. Because those were like not a thing. Those were okay, like because, fabric scissors or something. Yeah, they were like then, some serious scissors. And why was she doing so fast? Yeah. She was. And then Natalie Portman later in the movie was cutting her, her own nails with scissors as well. Yeah. Oh. Y'all got to get some nail clippers. Inherited bad habit. I feel like any... really grossed me out. Yes. Anytime yeah. <laughs> fingernail stuff started happening, I looked away. So I didn't even notice that Natalie Portman also used scissors because I was just like, I can't. I can't look. I don't want to see anybody... And then, know. like, she thought she saw the evil Portman in the window. or Evil Portman. I love it. In the mirror. Yeah. And the evil Portman cut her finger. <laughs> or scratched Portman. her back. That was yeah. the other thing. That Portman. scratch on her back. Which was the feathers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just laughing at Portman. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Natalie Portman's name is Nina. Yes. Just gonna say that because I feel like we're gonna call her Natalie Portman through this whole thing. True, true, true. So let's Nina, just Nina. get it out there that her name's Nina. It's also hard um, to because all the characters kind of look the same, so it's hard to keep them track of who's who. Yes. Yeah, Winona Ryder and Natalie Portman definitely have a very similar look. 
they do. I, I think there was a couple of scenes where she turned around and, and she thought it was Winona, but it was actually Natalie mm-hmm. who's looking at herself. The same thing with Mila Kunis, and they I wouldn't say they that, look that much the no, same. No, but they did a little like face fading between yeah. them all. They did, yeah. And when they went out to the club that night, there was a lot of, like, they just kind of had the same kind of hair going on. Mm-hmm. They were very intertwined. Um, but yeah. I And think... she looks like her mom, too. I mean, that was kind of good casting. Like, she just kind of looked like a younger version of true. Barbara Hershey. Yeah. Very, very true. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. <laughs> Barbara Hershey. Barbara, uh, she was creepy. Winona was Winona frantic. Was frantic. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when Nellie Portman first started becoming famous, they, they all said that she was going to be the next Winona Ryder. Interesting. Right. So that was like an intentional casting. For yeah, sure. she started pretty young, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I They're can like, totally see you know, it. They have the same kind of you know similar frame yeah yeah, but the the similar also like films and things like that right yeah sure yeah i was trying to find oh sorry go ahead no go please please go ahead Uh, well i was trying to find an interview or something or something where natalie portman was talking about winona and i found something today where she said that she kind of grew up watching her and she loved she had so many iconic roles like heathers and mermaids and everything else and it was kind of like a dream to work with her which was kind of cool that makes sense so there yeah 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 portman's my age portman looked up to oh yeah yeah or our age actually she's close to your birthday adam she's born june 12th or june 10th Ooh, gemini yeah she's a gemini <laughs> that's fitting for this role mm, interesting <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> i feel like Black i swan is definitely a gemini i have no, yeah i don't know about these things gemini's the twi- i mean the i don't either oh right like of course some... mm-hmm. that's all i know yeah yeah she's june 9th june 1981 9th. Was... okay yeah I tried to watch this thinking could Winona because first of all, I got the impression as I went in and it turned out to be true because I had forgotten that Winona was even in this and she's in like three scenes, which has kind of been par for the course throughout the whole 2000s. Um, And so I was trying to think whether Winona could have been the Natalie Portman role. Like if I could have seen her in the Natalie Portman role, obviously not at the age that she's at, but like when she was younger. But if she was, yeah, if they made this 10, year, 10, 15 years earlier. Right. And I'd say yes. I mean, I think she could have done it, but I don't, uh, somehow it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to fit for her. I don't know why. I agree. Yeah. And actually it's funny because in that, in, in that interview or another interview, they asked her about kind of being a ballerina, if she ever took lessons or anything. And she said that she did when she was younger, but she... Um, hated her teacher or something, so she gave it up really quickly. And she also said that she's not an ambitious person. And she said it's like, it's because she started, you know, shooting movies so young that Mm. it's not something that she was ever interested in. So, I mean, I guess Natalie started young too. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's something about the, like, I don't know, the, like, mythos of the fact that Natalie Portman had to, like, practice for a year being a ballerina and all this stuff which is maybe overstated but like i don't know if i see that like winona you know what i mean i think she Mm -hmm. works hard on her roles and like gets into the character but i don't like 
I don't know if she tortures herself for her films in the way yeah. that I feel the main like Natalie Portman and maybe Mila Kunis had to do for this. The energy that they had to. Do you think yeah. you could see her as the Mila Kunis role? Yes. I think I could see her more as that for some reason. Right. I don't know why. I could see. I like, think that was really good casting to the Mila Kunis role. Yes. I thought she was really good. Me she too. was really good. I don't know. Didn't, like, I don't know. Like, much, yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah. Apart from that 70s show. So like, yeah. I was like, wow, this is. Yeah, yeah, she was good. I liked her. I think I liked her the best. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was just into her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from the limited Winona that exists in this. Yes. How did we feel about Winona? Well, what was her first scene? The one where she was smashing everything in the... Yes, in she said, fuck, fuck, what? <laughs> she said, she, in, the, in the thing, she said, fuck, fuck. And then she comes out and Natalie Portman's staring at her and she goes, what? And then storms off. <laughs> yeah, I think anytime I've mentioned uh, that she's in the movie, I think a, a lot of people forget that she's in the movie. Yeah. And I knew that she was in it, but I actually forgot that she was in that scene. I just kind of remember the the, the party scene kind of later on when she's really drunk, but mm -hmm. I totally forgot about the, the dressing room scene. So, yeah, I actually thought she was in it less than she was too. Going <laughs> oh, wow. Into yes. Yeah. I know. I, I guess I, because we were so like always saying, Oh, well, black swans coming up. Like as if this was the like saving grace of her yeah. career, I thought that she'd be in it more, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but she wasn't, I mean, she was good at that character. Yeah. And the, that face stabbing scene. That was, was the best. Oh my God. <laughs> you did so like disturbing. It. So it disturbing. It is disturbing. That, definitely. That's what I didn't forget about the movie. I, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I forgot she was in it. So yes, I must've forgot. Yeah. I think I just forgot everything about the movie. Cause I wasn't ready for how horrified I was by it. Like I know that. Darren Aronofsky's films are not films I like to rewatch because they're usually like so upsetting. Disturbing. Yeah. Disturbing. Yeah. Um, but I forgot that this one was until like pretty quickly into it when like, I don't know, fingernails or like skin starts peeling and I'm like, no, I forgot. <laughs> this is upsetting. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of grossy grossies. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> oh, so dear. has Winona been any, in any horror movies before this one? Hmm. Like full on, like gross, like this. I don't know, like Dark Souls or something. Was oh, it Lost called Souls. The Last? Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that was maybe not uh, pure yeah. horror like, either. I don't but... know. Yeah, Dracula was that. That's sure, a, there you go. That's yeah. probably one. Oh, true, Dracula. There's lots yeah. of blood. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's, a, it's classic horror. Yeah, exactly. Um, but. Yeah, I really, I think that of the, like, maybe three scenes that she has, what are they? There's the, fuck, fuck what? Then there's, oh, her <laughs> yelling at Natalie Portman at the, like, ball or gala or whatever it is yeah. where the director of the ballet says goodbye to Winona. Mm -hmm. This is her retirement. She's leaving. And then... Uh, she like run sees Natalie Portman in the hallway and yells at her like, "How did you get this role? Did you suck his cock?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I think was I don't know, kind of upsetting. 
it was a weird, like, I don't know. It's upsetting to see Winona as that character, I guess. Like, oh, who's sure. just like because it shitting was... on a woman for getting a role. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then Natalie says, Blaming like, her. no, I some people don't need to. Right. Which is a very disturbing thing to right. say. And also it's funny because Winona, it, like, we don't think of Winona as someone who had to do that ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, it's and the way they have her made up too, where her eyes like it looks like she's been crying, so her eye yeah. makeup is all messed, and she's just like a mess. drunk and yeah, know. and like begging him to talk to him after like being so mean to Natalie Portman and then turning to him and being like, "I need to talk to you." Like yeah, as much I'm as she's kind of yelling house, at him, yeah. she's blaming her and acting like you're gonna do me a favor to him. I don't know. It was just kind of. And she said, like, in some interviews that she apologized to Natalie Portman for the way that she was. Yeah. But it sounded like for the way she was in the movie, like, as the in character. The movie, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Not like she was actually mean to her, but right. just, like, I hated having to be that way to yeah, you. Exactly. Which was, like, fair. Like, not that she had to apologize because <laughs> it was a character, but, like, I could see feeling that way. Yeah, because, I mean, maybe it's, you know... It's, bullshit <laughs> yeah it is kind of bullshit the way the women have to treat each other in this movie yeah and the, yeah so this is why you say you don't feel the same way yeah about twist uh it, it's not perfection perfect. of this film <laughs> no it's it's not it's not a good film it's not a good way it's, it doesn't portray a woman very well yeah. it doesn't treat women well it's written for man by man through man's eye. <laughs> you know? Is it ri- like who's it written? By? I actually have no idea, but I'm. Just... <laughs> I don't know, but it's don't know um, there's a there. I think there are three writers, all male, and okay. I think there's like five producers, and they're all male. Chris, Chris Sweet. sent some articles today. Yes, I read. And he took a screenshot for me to, in particular, to pay attention to the Fisher's, Fisher and Jacobs article, of 2011. Oh, okay. But anyway, there's so, this one line that says, like, an age-old male rescue fantasy of unlocking the woman's desire dating back to Sleeping Beauty. You know, the, you know, assuming, yes. like, you know, d- trying to seduce her, trying to change her into, like, becoming, you know, something she's not. Because that's, you know, that's the answer to her problems. Um, Is this the debating black swan gender and horror f- from the film Quarterly from 2011? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, That's yeah. the one we we all read that okay. one in preparation for this. <laughs> um, Here again, another tired binary mapping the limited terrain of femininity under patriarchy. Yeah, patriarchy. it's very tropey. There's a lot of stuff that we've seen like a gazillion times. Yes. You know the the black white virgin oh, horror. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of that's playing, I guess, on the Swan Lake themes. Right. But they don't really yeah, take true. it anywhere. Like, they don't take it beyond... Like, I I honestly, before reading this article that we're talking about, I didn't think that this movie really had anything to say. Like, I almost felt it was neutral. Like, it was just saying, like, this is how this world is. And, like, not making any commentary on it. But mm-hmm. I think by not letting the women have any kind of power in the at all at all that that's a commentary in itself yeah vincent casal saying like you know you're this is the end of your career yeah and that he gets to say that and that she just and that she'll just beg for it back or like throw herself in front of a car or whatever she did and he says oh she's doing that on purpose it's typical he i think he said to natalie portman 
Yeah, it's definitely playing into those stereotypes for sure. Like, you know, all of those things. I think what was kind of interesting about it for me, though, was because of the way that um, she's trying to be this perfect kind of dancer or artist or whatever. And it doesn't even matter how perfect she could become because there was all, you know, the, the men in her life were telling her that she's frigid, you know, and yes, that it's was said so like, it doesn't times. matter how good you can be. It's funny. Cause I know that it's not really the same, but I kept thinking about Beyonce in this movie <laughs> and how she just like, yes. she just strives for perfection so much. And then the thing that people say about her is that she's cold or something, you know? Right. And it's like, how much does this woman have to prove, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like she, like Natalie Portman in this is being sabotaged by everyone or partially it's in her head that she's being sabotaged. It's also one of those things where it gets to a point where we don't know what's real anymore. Um, but yeah, it's very much pitting her and Mila Kunis and like her and Winona Mm -hmm. against each Mm -hmm. other. Mm-hmm. constantly it's like mean girls but like and then him controlling her sexuality by being like you need to be more sexual to be able yeah. to be the black swan you have to seduce so, me go That's touch her go yeah. home and masturbate go masturbate which is so bullshit because he <laughs> he hired her he cast her right away and yeah. he's basically like telling her like oh you don't have what it takes you don't have what it takes but he already gave her the part right she's already so in he the knows that school. she can do it <laughs> yeah. she's already in the company or whatever but then he plays her off of everybody yeah in, in I guess, the press right after this, Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis both said that it, Darren Aronofsky did that to them, too. Like, that he mm, would tell right. them each things about each other. Like, I don't, I don't know if he was, like, telling them that the other one was great or something or, like, wow. what he was doing. But he was, they said, and he kept them apart during the filming or something. And, Good like, Lord. I think they were friends because I think Natalie Portman suggested Mila Kunis for the role. Yeah, I think she said she that, like, it. we knew that we knew what he was doing because we are friends. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So he was he was kind of playing the role of that guy. Like, I don't mm. know. That, to me, sounded awful. Yep. And I think Winona, she, like, had a very diplomatic interview that I watched where it sounded like she was trying to say nice things about Darren Aronofsky, but you could tell that she had nothing to say. <laughs> and she was... <laughs> Saying like, oh, it's great that he has like the same team with him all the time and stuff. And it was kind of like, okay, she doesn't have anything good to say. But she did say something to the effect of, I don't know if I could handle, I don't know if she said in these words, like that kind of manipulation or whatever. But like she was kind of saying like she didn't know if she could have been the main roles in this because she doesn't think she could take that. And I was like, yep, yep, <laughs> exactly. Like, better to be this small role and not have to be tortured by. I mean, maybe director. it's kind of useful because I think the movie is very reflective of that. Because even in that, in the scene where, she, you know, in the final performance, she's imagining uh, Mila Kunis, like, sleeping with the director and everything else. But then the next scene, she, um, Mila Kunis will come up to her in her room and, and and be there for her as a friend. And so it's like, what is actually real is she imagining this rivalry like right. is this is this friend actually just trying to be her friend the whole time mm-hmm. or like which parts because apparently she imagined them having sex too so it's like yeah which parts are imagined yeah. and even the the face stabbing was that real but also and the, and the she, she thought she killed well, she thought she killed me like this but she stabbed she herself she in the stomach stabbing. but then also did she like is that real is that like real? What, what parts are real so yeah 
Okay, there was a really funny scene, though, when she uh, went on. Uh, I keep calling Natalie Portman Wynonna, which is really telling. But um, when <laughs> Natalie Portman was rehearsing in the room and there, there was that piano player. And then all of a sudden, he just stops and walks out and he's like, I've got a life. Yeah. Like, that was really weird. It was really weird. <laughs> but also weird. kind of funny. And stopped me in my tracks. I was like, what? What? He just does that. He just ends it like that. He didn't say, okay, that's it. Like, wrapping up now. Finishing this song? Nope. Yeah, he just walks away. Walks away. Cool. He's got a life. <laughs> well, I guess it was to show that she, like, works too hard, right? Like, I, know, I don't want to just... be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. It was uh, a little abrupt. It was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So did Natalie steal... She stole a bunch of stuff from Winona's dressing room, right? What oh, did yeah. she steal? Like, lipstick? Lipstick and her, those earrings, which... The earrings. She, I guess were the earrings her mother commented yeah. on, and she said, oh, they're fake. Yeah. But oh, I guess they right. weren't, because yeah. she stole them from Winona. So is that the lipstick that she puts on on the subway to seduce the director? Yes. yes. Maybe? Yes. I think so. She, oh. very, she was very excited when she stole that lipstick. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing we actually see her steal, but then when she gives all the stuff to Winona, like, whether she really went to the hospital and gave it to her or not, who knows, but then you're yeah, like, a whole oh, bunch of she's stuff. been stealing a bunch file. of stuff. Yeah, the nail file that Winona stabs herself in the face with, but then later Natalie Portman has in her hands. So did she stab Winona? What happened? What I don't know. Happened? We'll never know. No. <laughs> so I... Googled in my Gmail Black Swan to see maybe if I had something in my G chat when I saw it. Mm. And I have uh, this conversation with our friend Jessica. And oh, she nice. said, Yeah, I saw Black Swan last night. I could hardly handle Winona's hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Also, it was true. kind of a strange haircut for yeah, her. Has she had I hair agree. like that before? It was mid length. It was like between lengths, it looked like. <laughs> yeah. It's a little awkward, maybe. Mm-hmm. I wonder what film she did before, because in that interview that I was watching with her, she said that she didn't get to have a lot of backstory for her character because she was filming something up until the day before she started working on Black Swan. Oh. So I wonder what film that was. Winona? Yeah. Because the dilemmas right after this. And I went, like, did she film the dilemma oh, before right. this? Yeah, it just doesn't look very ballerina. <laughs> well, she is supposed to be retiring. Like. <laughs> yeah, she, it's true. I feel like ballerinas always have long hair that's pulled back. Yeah. Or in a bun. Uh, yeah, no, totally. I don't... I've, it's funny, I was staring at her face so much, like, that makeup thing that I was referring to, like, where her eyes were so dark, <laughs> that I forget what her hair looked like. Which movie did you hate her hair in, Rekka? <laughs> oh, most of the, two, the early 2000s. No, there no, was it, one that you were just really upset about her hair. That's <laughs> right. Oh, no. She doesn't often have long hair, though, does she? Was it out of No, it wasn't out of New York. No, she doesn't often have long hair. I'm trying to remember long hair, and I think it's, I can only think of Edward Scissorhands, which was oh, blonde. Was celebrity. Oh, you celebrity. Hated her hair. Oh, celebrity. Hair yes, that's celebrity. right. Stringy. It was very stringy. <laughs> so that's not the case in Black Swan. It's too like what puffy oh, here, I've or got something. A photo for you. Oh. It's like yeah, uh, it's like bobbish but flipped out, and then her oh, bangs yeah. are a mess. I think I had this problem in the mid two thousands as well. I went, <laughs> I tried to grow my hair. I don't know what I did. It, it looks like she's in between haircuts. Yeah, but also a ballerina would not have that hair. No, it's very true. It's a very, like, Friends-era 
hair. <laughs> you know, it's just not appropriate to a ballerina, like you say. She should have just had like long straight hair or something. Yeah. That's a ballerina's. I mean, that's but at least just what wanted, Mila Kunis and what's I think her they name just had. wanted to make her look even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> Shittier. She was an angry yeah. middle aged lady. Well, she was 39. I think they, they refer to her as 39 in all the press for this. So whether she was 39 when she did press or when she filmed this, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, that's my age right now. <laughs> so her so, age decades kind of line up with her decades of film. It's very, so that was yeah her thirties. Right. Yeah. She her 30s is credited as Beth McIntyre, but she's also credited as the dying swan. Yes. Oh, interesting. Which I don't, I mean, I don't know Swan Lake. Me neither. Uh, she's not in there, Swan Lake. No. And no. so I don't know why she's the dying swan other than that she's the one who's leaving. And Unless it was like Darren Aronofsky's like nickname in. or something. Or, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, but. They never called her the dying swan. But I think it was his choice to cast her. That's what I read somewhere. Uh, Darren Aronofsky's choice to cast my yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I read a, something about maybe they they were looking up Parker Posey, uh, um, but he wanted Winona to play Parker her. Posey. Interesting. I don't know if I can. I mean, she'd be good at playing kind of a drunk character. <laughs> yeah. yeah that kind scene. of offer. Yeah. Yeah. She'd have She'd a bit of a different spin, things. but yeah. Oh yeah. That was the other thing. Winona said she was apologizing while she was smashing this stuff because she like felt <laughs> weird about it. And I'm just like, that's amazing. But also oh my God. when I watched her smash the stuff, I like wrote down, she gets to fuck shit up. Like it was exciting yeah. that she got to smash things. <laughs> she was, I guess, not excited about it. She, <laughs> she did. felt bad. <laughs> she said she had to think about her boyfriend when she was 13. Because he liked to smash things like or that. tried to get her to yeah. smash things or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, I think that the reason that I was, like, more grossed out by this type of body horror and the, the horrorness of this, I guess, is just that it's so much about pressure. And that's, like more disturbing yeah. than what a lot of horror movies are about like this violence or like something that is like beyond your imagination of it actually happening to you that mm -hmm. when you like watch something that's just so much about pressure in your life that yeah you kind totally. of relate to it's just like more disturbing and off-putting well and the only way out mm. for her was basically to die at the end you know <laughs> like that's pretty depressing yeah, yeah that is pretty bad when you're yeah. like i don't know how old she's supposed to be in this like late mid mid to late 20s or yeah. something yeah like you just perfect. have to die yeah i mean when she goes to see winona in the hospital when the stat the face stabbing happens she says i know what you i'm so sorry i stole all your stuff i know what you feel like now she's trying to to steal my role or like whatever she's trying to be me or steal my mm -hmm. whatever yeah and she had a line i forget what it was but i'm just like really like i don't know you're only in your mid twenties and you know what it's like to be this person who's been put, put out to pasture. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't you know. You haven't even actually started in the show. You've yeah. done, you, I know. you're just rehearsing for it. I don't know. Yeah, it was. And then Winona says, I'm not perfect. I'm nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Is that what she says when she stabs herself in the face? Yeah. I think that's her last line. I don't know if that's before or after. 
And that's when she turns into Natalie Portman too, because then she's like stabbing yeah. herself in the face right. and the face changes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really depressing. Boy, Natalie Portman basically rough. gives like one perfect performance and then dies. Yep. And is replaced probably. Yeah. <laughs> we're so depressed. <laughs> now we're depressed for a different reason. Not because the movie is shit, <laughs> but because it's sad that, yeah, she had kind of but a again, shitty, that character had such a shitty life. Like the, is yeah, probably the ballerina, the mom, the mom's probably, you know, yeah, has a lot, has a lot going on there. I don't know how there's you, a lot of projecting. Yeah. Yep. I guess that's how you become a ballerina when your mom was one. Like, it seems like she both wants to live vicariously through her daughter, but also sabotage her. So she yeah. doesn't do yeah. better than she did. And it's just like, how do you, how do you do that? I don't know. But then also traps her in this weird, like, childhood phase. You know, everything in her bedroom is pink and frilly. And yeah, yeah. She even talks, like, she talks so, like a child. Like a child, in the movie. yeah. The whole yeah, time. Yeah, and it not until later on, you know, when she finally embodies the black swan, she, like, kind of has the more, the deeper voice, but. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's very, very high-pitched even, and just like, hello? Like, you know, just very... I think that's I think in some interviews she said that was the hardest thing to do for this was to do that voice because she had Mm -hmm. to she did have like a kind of childish voice naturally and then she had to like learn to speak more like an adult or whatever for her film roles and so she had to like revert yeah it sounded like when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it kind of sounded. It had a little bit of Queen Amidala in there. You know, <laughs> Interesting. Early. <laughs> I like what's it called, Leon or something. The professional. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Professional. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what the movie would have been like though if it had been written by women. Yeah, of, very different. I yeah. think, but I can't imagine exactly. Maybe what a way out been. for her or something. I don't know. Maybe not so bleak. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, solid point on a performance, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good casting. I think. Yeah, great casting. Totally. Yeah, perfect. 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 There, there's something perfect. That's perfect. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's perfect. Good Lord. Uh, I think one of the most disturbing scenes for me is when she when Natalie Portman does decide to masturbate and then she turns and her mom's there and that has such a like that music that plays when her mom's there is so horror movie-ish it's just so like like, I don't know yeah it's horrific it's just like "Ah." yeah yeah that was disturbing it's like jeez I mean her mom's asleep and everything but still it's like I don't know like do you feel okay so if this is a horror movie and I mean horror movies like traditional like teen horror movies or whatever kill off the women who have sex in this it's kind of the opposite right she's supposed to be the virgin or the one who's like being forced to be sexual but she's still the one who dies like i don't know is it is it because she does fall into that like she does sort of obey the like you have to become sexualized in order to do this role properly and so she kind of yeah exactly i I totally think think that's what it is yeah yeah, and then she becomes sexualized, and it's like, okay, now you have now to you die. Now you have to die. <laughs> yeah. You're not the perfect virgin anymore. Yeah. You're done. 
Yeah, he says to her, you're not a virgin, are you? And she goes, no, or whatever. And then he she go, he goes, so there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So fucked up. <laughs> it was so fucked up. Like, how old is she supposed to be? She could be a virgin if she wants to. Yeah. <laughs> and like, anyway. Whatever. Yeah, he's, he's the worst. Like I mean, also, him. like, her whole life has been dancing. How could she have thought about anything else? Like, it seems like she, that's all she's been doing. Well, know. that's just it. They forced perfection on her. Yeah. And then what did they expect? You know? Right. Uh, there's a whole controversy around this film about how much of the dancing Natalie Portman did. The reason I'm bringing that up is just uh, in part because I read a lot about it today, but also because we're talking about like the dancer's life or whatever. And so the the person who was like her stunt dancer or whatever, like mm-hmm. her backup dancer came out after this movie saying like, I actually did most of the dancing and like, they're saying that she did all the dancing, but it was Uh-oh. actually me. And then people were like, why do you think it's important to tell us that type of thing? And she's like, oh, I don't want the credit. It's just that there's no way that somebody could be that good of a dancer in one year like like she's like i've been doing this since i was four Mm -hmm. like this is like it's a craft that people do and it's like yeah it's true like the movie is kind of true too like maybe it's not that extreme but it's like yeah it does take all of your work like nine hours a day or whatever to be a really great dancer and like sure natalie portman could fake it as an actor but like I don't know if this woman was like, ah, it was me. Yeah. We and, also know she's an actress. Like we, we know it's not real in a way too. Right. We yeah. know that she, it's a performance. Right. Mm-hmm. But apparently the, like the producers and stuff were trying to get her to not talk about it until after the Oscars, because they thought that Natalie <laughs> Portman like might not get the Oscar because she, they were like playing down how much dancing she did or something. And it's like, really Good like Lord. she's an, she's acting in it. Like that's the point. Like, yeah. Yeah, and he said that know. everything from her, from her, uh, the t- um, the top half of her is real, um, but a lot of the bottom isn't, but right. not all of it. So even, she, even the bottom, she's doing a lot of that too. So, well, I, so he said at one point, uh, there's 139 dance shots, 111 are Natalie Portman, and 28 are her dance double. But then, oh, wow. of course, that woman was like, nah. <laughs> she's like, if you count just her face as some of those scenes, then maybe. But like. Yeah. No, most of the full body things are me. So anyways, well, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Controversy. But but uh, I think she did hurt herself, like broke ribs and stuff oh, really? doing the film. Yeah. Huh. The male ballerina man, that's Portman's husband. Right. They met on the film. Met on the film. Is he the one? Because I feel like maybe there's two male ba- ballerina men, but I don't know if one of them is the only one who gets to say anything. But there's one. He's the one with lines. I think he's the one who said, like, oh, like the guy was like, would you date her? Yeah. Would you, like, fuck would her or whatever? Her? Like, he yeah. didn't say anything. And then... and then he's like, see, he wouldn't or whatever. Like, like, yeah, that's right. He has a line at the end in the final performance when he drops her and he, he says, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. He says, what her. the fuck? Yeah. Right. And then she is all like, it's his fault. He dropped me. And that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Right. There you go. That's her husband. <laughs> beans. beans. Can you hear Beans? Yeah. She really just wailed there. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I feel like, and I don't know, this is just more stuff like gossip stuff that I read about this, but like there was something about like Natalie Portman had a trailer and then there was no medic. And then she said, I think it's more important for there to be a medic than for me to have a trailer. And so they took her trailer away so that they could pay for a medic. And like, I don't know to me, like a lot of this just sounds like 
torturing the actors in like a weird way. Yeah. Not that having no trailer is torture, but like not having a medic when there's a lot of physical stuff happening in this movie seems, I don't know, over the top. Very irresponsible. Irresponsible. Exactly. <laughs> Especially since she did apparently like hurt her ribs and I think something else. I don't, I don't remember what Ugh. she did. She did two things. That scene, what was it? That, that scene where the, 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 on hand doctor was kind of pressing into her <gasps> rib cage. Yes, that was upsetting. Ouchie, that was like wow. right under her boobs, yeah. I think. And I was just was like, like, that yeah. would hurt a lot to right punch under the into rib. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ouchie. That and yeah, and the stuff they were leg. doing to the feet. Yeah. I can't handle any of the feet stuff in this. <laughs> There's yeah, I saw some article where they were comparing it to like you know the David Cronenberg stuff, the body totally. horror stuff, but I feel like this was a lot grosser, and I, I don't know yeah. why, and I mean, we talked about it, but it, maybe it's the nails or something, but I don't know what it was. I, I feel like maybe it was it felt a little more real than yeah, exactly. a lot of like, silly things that you might see. Mm-hmm. Like when her, when she kind of turns into a swan in her bedroom and her be, her legs bend back and her, oh, her yeah. head hits yeah. the thing, like that is over the top, but it's horrible. Like, yeah. To, ma- like, to watch like in the sound of her oh, legs the doing that oh, well and the, the goosebumps all over her body yeah. that was it kind of really grossed me out yeah yes so did Swan you guys bumps. like this this time did you like like you obviously liked it less since you yeah. said it was perfect the first time but did you still I like did it like it i did yeah it yeah. was really intense yeah yeah it, it had a vibe i was into yeah, yeah it was it was I think I wrote down. I was down... really creeped out by Vincent Casal or whatever. But yeah. That's... Yes. He was, he was the worst. He and he was so awful. Everything he said, every line he said was like the worst. Yes. Yeah. Like was misogynistic, was just totally. shitty. Everything he suggested, everything. So that was like, I like, I don't think I saw that the first. Maybe I did, but I don't remember. I don't remember but, like, that either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I remember that. the yeah. first time being very excited about uh, Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. I thought they were they were really cool. Like they were good acting together. They were really well. They were well suited together. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think I wrote down. I don't totally hate that I had to watch that again. So there you go. That's my feeling <laughs> about it. I think it's just the whole like I can't. I usually can't handle watching a Darren Aronofsky film a second time. So. Mm-hmm. It wasn't horrible. And I think I never watched another one of his movies after this. I don't think he's had that many after this, but I haven't I think seen he only made two after this. There is some mother. something in the mother, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll watch Mother again. I think once in my life that's is totally just fine once. For that's just a one watch. <laughs> Wish never watched, but I watched it. Oh my god. That was something else. Have you, you haven't seen Mother, it no, I haven't. Don't. I, I don't think we need I don't know. To. I keep thinking I'll see it, but I don't know if I can. I don't know. I can't watch her t- watch torture. <laughs> After this glowing Like, is review. she tortured in that movie? Is that like a torture movie on her? Yeah. yeah. Like a little <laughs> over the top. That's, yeah. I just can't anymore. You know, After this like movie, La- he made Lars von Trier stuff I can't do anymore. Yeah. After he like. I mean, fair. Did all that to Bjork. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So after this movie, he made Noah. Okay, um, Noah, I haven't seen. Which I kind of fell asleep during, I think. But the one that he made before was The Wrestler, and, and yes. he says that this oh, is yeah. a the companion to that. Or something. Yeah. I think he, I think he envisioned a, a movie that had a wrestler and a ballerina as a couple, and he yes. thought, oh no, that's too much. They need to be two separate movies. Huh. Interesting. 
That yeah. would have been a good movie. <laughs> the wrestler <laughs> and the ballerina. Sure. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. I could be next. Mickey Rourke and Nellie Portman. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mickey Rourke was also disturbing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a gross movie. I mean, I guess that's the point of his movies, right? He wants you to be disturbed. <laughs> so what's next for uh, Winona? I was going to say Portman, but that's another podcast. <laughs> that's another Port podcast <laughs> that will be called Portman. I think The Dilemma is next. Uh, I saw something about some TV which, movie that she was in, but I don't even know what that is. Do you guys? Is it Turks and Caicos? No, I think I know what you mean. It was, the, she, it was like a, about a, being a wife of an alcoholic or something. Oh yeah, the she was the person oh, who here. started Alcoholics uh, Anonymous or whatever. When love is not enough, the yes. Lois Wilson story. Yes, yes. we talked and about. And she plays Lois this. Wilson. I forget which episode we talked about this. I think we talked about it. Yeah, we talked. We like didn't really talk about. It. We, you know, we referred to the fact that it existed as a film. <laughs> yes. So this came out in 2010, but because it's a TV movie, and also I have no idea where to find it, we're not going to mm-hmm. do a yeah thing on it. But if you are listening and want to watch it go for it you're hardcore <laughs> you're hardcore <laughs> and or if you know something about it contact us yeah <laughs> or know. know where to watch it because if we could watch it then yeah let us know we where would, we can find it you know talk about you it should later. have a call-in episode mm. <laughs> everybody just calls in with their thoughts on the 2000s <laughs> um well we will have a tv episodes episode mm-hmm. uh maybe soon but we've only just entered the 2010, so maybe we'd need to do a couple before we break out into a special episode. And if we can find her short films, we could do a short film episode. But um, again, I'm not sure of how easy those will be to find. Did you see the dilemma before? No. Okay. But I, but I, I think I she was talking about it in the press for Black Swan because she worked on it around the same time. So hmm. I knew it was at the same time. Very uh, different definitely films. not. Yeah, very different. Very different. <laughs> Kevin James and and who? What Vince was the other Vince Vaughn? Yeah, I mean, just it was directed by Ron Howard. Okay, wow. So really? let's save that for next. Story. <laughs> I mean, this is just not the type of preview. I just there's no way I would have seen the dilemma. <laughs> like, I really, really don't like Vince Vaughn. I'll say that right now. Fair. I just don't watch any movie with him in it, but I will for this. So that's next. <laughs> I'll watch a Darren Aronofsky film twice, but I will not watch a Vince Vaughn film. Fine. I'll watch it if I must. So, Adam, thanks. Thanks yeah. for having me on, guys. Thanks for joining us all the way from Calgary. Do you have last Winona thoughts that you want to share or anything about a previous film or episode that you oh, want to get out there sorry should gather all my notes that i've been taking for all the 28 <laughs> episodes <laughs> and just tell us every thought you have all um, the mistakes we've made no i'm kind of with you guys this is a dark period for me and i don't really i didn't really know most of the last dozen <laughs> yeah, movies yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> it's nice to see her in this even though it's kind of a i don't know it's a it's a 
I think they're saying a lot with this role about her, about that kind of actress. And but I think it's totally. pretty fitting. And I, yeah. it's, I think she said that in a lot of the interviews that she could relate to it, even though she's not in that industry, but it like totally, has totally. parallels to her industry. Mm-hmm. And it totally like in part, the fact that she's in three scenes in this is very on par with the last 12 films she's been in. Exactly. But also the fact that she's playing somebody who's being pushed out and can only have yeah. almost nothing. It's hard when her you're, age is yeah. when it's so also. similar to her own totally yeah or what's what happening people to her. think is what's happening to her yeah you know? that's and true. she's just so iconic as a teenager in so many ways it's it's hard to probably go into your 30s and try to play roles that are very different for you yeah yeah because you have to make a whole new career new i don't know image yeah i guess unless you're keanu reeves yeah, Keanu's it's just true. never aged or something. Something like he can get away with doing the same shit the whole his whole life. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Speed last night. Right after I watched Black oh, Swan, I watched Speed. I watched last Speed. Week. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch Speed because we. Oh, just it was so good, about, right? Oh, what a classic! Isn't that weird? I also watched Dangerous Liaisons last week, Ooh. and he's in that. I didn't know that. He's so young. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I don't think I've yeah. ever watched that. Well, maybe I'll go. It's watch good. That. It's really good. Uh, I hadn't watched Speed since it came out, so you know, <laughs> I yeah, decided I to watch it again. <laughs> I haven't seen it like I'm gonna say ten years, but I got gum on my seat. Gum. That's yeah, one of my you remember lines. that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I watched that movie a lot. I'm impressed that you remember that. I wouldn't have. Sandra Bullock. Yep. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Is that your feeling on Sandra Bullock? Whoop. <laughs> yeah, I really wa- like during Demolition Man. Is that the uh, one with Sylvester Stallone? Uh, is that yeah. Wesley Snipes? In yeah, and Wesley yeah. Snipes. And then she was in Speed, and I was very excited. Huh. Yeah. I feel like I barely knew who she was then. Oh, yeah. Then, oh, the then, then yeah, yeah. that was, then you know, then Sky's yeah, the limit. Yeah. Yeah. She was in Speed, and, too, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. She did. That's true. That's true with oh, she Jason Patrick. Too. Yeah. Keanu didn't. Yeah. That sounds like it would have been bad. We've gone on a tangent. I know. <laughs> At the end of the Black Swan episode, stay tuned for the speed episode. <laughs> well, if you want a speed episode, head on over to the Keanu Club podcast because there definitely is one over there. True. Cool. Do they still do new episodes? Because he was in yeah. um, Toy Story 4, I think. Keanu? Yeah. Uh, maybe they've done that one. They definitely just did the, what is it? Always be my maybe or whatever. Call me I think. by your, no. Oh, right. <laughs> Call me by your maybe. <laughs> no, I'm right, right? That's you're the name right, of the movie. Right. Okay. I'm so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I wish he was in that movie. Uh, so yeah, they just did that episode, I think. Timothy Chalamet is also in it. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> oh, thanks. Stoops. Thank you guys for having me on this episode. What Thank a treat. You. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. So, oh, uh, and today is July 4th. Yes. Uh, which means it's Stranger Things uh, premieres on Netflix uh, 3. Yeah. Today. I thought that was an Independence Day shout out for a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we're recording no. this on July 4th. Close the and... camps. Uh, that's my yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good shit. Yeah. Do, that. do you have to do a separate episode for each season of Stranger Things, I or is it all will. one? We're oh, talking wow. about. You'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Stay later. tuned. I'll, I'll send you a text. <laughs> 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 Oops.
<laughs> okay. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. 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 Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekha Tulsaram. Contact Rekha and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.